Hello family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Dealing Trace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition and today's Wonder Chapter is Exodus Chapter 17. We're still following, we're still keeping up with the Exodus, no, not with the Exodus, with the Israelites on their journey from Egypt to the Promised Land. And today's Wonder Chapter is really, really short. I wonder chapter, but as usual, I start off with the word of prayer. Oh, much loving God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for always being there for us. I want to thank you for everything, for the provision, for the care, the love that you always rendered to us, Father. We're not always the best, but Father, our sins are like the sand and the bridge. May you forgive us when you have gone wrong, when we offended you in our thoughts, in our actions, and in every other way. Father, may you have mercy on us. We apologize. And may you keep on protecting us, Father, put all our dreams, our aspirations into your hands, that your Lord, you may guide us and you may show us the right path. We boldly believing and trusting in your mighty name, and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. And yeah, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan once again. Today we're going to look at Exodus 17, and I already told it's going to be relatively a short one, but let's continue. Water from the rock. The whole Israel community settled from the desert of sin, traveling from one place as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. So they quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses replied, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to test? But the people were thirsty for water there, and they grumbled. Against Moses, they said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and our livestock die of thirst? Then Moses cried unto the Lord, What am I to do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord answered, Moses, Go out in front of the people. Take with them some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the nail and go. I will stand there before you and by the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it for the people to drink. So Moses did this in sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the place Massa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and because they tested the Lord saying, Is the Lord among us? The Amalekites defeated. The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go to fight the Amalekites. Today, tomorrow, I will stand on top of the hill and with the staff of the Lord in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites. Amalekites, as Moses had ordered. And Moses and Aaron and who went to the top of the mountain. As long as Moses held up the hand, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hand grew tired, they took a stone and put and put it under his arm. So that the hands remain steady, still sunset. 
So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar and called it the Lord is my banner. He said because the Lord's hands were lifted against the throne of the Lord. The Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. And that's where today's wonder chapter ends. I told it's going to be relatively a very short one. And boom, that's where we are. Keeping up with the Israelites. Today we are faced with a new scenario that the Israelites have started moving again and they do not have water. And I think you know you know that drill. If you're even like the Lord, you know that drill. The Israelites reach a place ABC, they don't have something, complain, complain, complain. And that depicts a clear picture of our life as Christians. Most times we do this. But let's get on. What do what message do I have from today's wonder chapter? The first thing that I learned from today's wonder chapter actually comes from verse 2. Another verse to say, we hear Moses sing. So they quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. Moses replied, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to test? Once again, once again, all Israelites. The Israelites are faced with a problem. And instead of going to pray, instead of kneeling down and asking the Lord and all that stuff, they go to Moses complaining, grumbling, bitter-hearted. We shall see in a later text that they are even going to stone him if possible. They tell him, Moses, we don't have water. Do you want us to die? They speak. And what does Moses tell them? Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to test? What does he mean, put the Lord to test? I want us to remember this. It's put the Lord to test because the Lord had already been there for the Israelites so many times. Okay? Like so many times. If we try to remember, if we try to, I don't know, draw a flash block from when they were in Egypt to where they have reached the Lord had performed so many unbelievable wonderful miracles for them and for them to doubt the Lord at this point really was like proving it's like they were asking God it's like they were testing if God could provide for them water why I will tell you once, because they had lost focus, they had let their problems overcome their thinking, overcome their reasoning. They had let their situation overcome their spiritual vision, their spiritual sight. And that is what happens to us, by the way, as Christians. That so many times when we are occupied, when we are overcome by different situations, we tend to focus so much on that situation that make us forget the wonderful things the Lord has done in our lives. 
can you imagine that? We tend to focus so much on the situations at hand that we forget how powerful the Lord is, what the Lord has done in our lives and what the Lord can do in our lives. But today, Moses is reminding us not to be so carried away. He's reminding us not to forget. He's reminding us to not put the Lord into test. He's reminding us that we should not forget our past. That once the Lord does something for you, it does not mean you should throw that away. It does not mean that you should forget permanently. No, don't do that. If you continue to verse 4, verse 4 says what? Then Moses cried out to the Lord for help. What am I to do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. Because Moses was so focused, because Moses knew what God has in store, because Moses knew that the Lord had something big for them in store, that the Lord has brought them from far, and he knew everything because he does not allow the situation he is at. Imagine over thousands and thousands of people grumbling at you. Trust me, you can run mad. Already some of you, if you're arguing or quarreling with just one person, you lose everything. Now imagine thousands and thousands. But Moses does not forget his refuge. Moses does not forget his source of strength. So he runs back to the Lord and asks, what shall I do? Be like Moses. Don't be like the Israelites. Be like Moses. When you are are overcome by a situation, when you are overcome by anything, take it to the Lord. Ask from the Lord. He is our provider. He is going to provide. He has the best answer. He has the solution to every problem that you have been dreaming of. Take it to him. He knows. And when you look at verse 7, what does verse 7 say? And he called the place Massa, the Meribah, and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled, and because they tested the Lord, saying, Is there anything among us? So many times we have reached that period, my friend. If you haven't, trust me, there are so many times people have reached that period where they break. Do you know breaking, going through something and they break and they start asking themselves, is really the Lord with me? Does God really exist? But today I want to tell you that it's on those moments, it's at those moments where we feel so low, where we feel like there is nothing, where we feel like there is no strength that the Lord wants to use us. That the Lord wants to keep us strong. Don't ever forget. Don't let that situation overcome your reasoning. That's the first thing. 
So many times we've reached that stage of is the Lord among us or not? We are confused. We do not know. We do not know what is at hand. We do not know what to say. We do not know what to do. Because everything just feels not right. But today Moses is assuring us that it's on these days where the Lord is with us the most. He's listening. Trust him. He will come and shock you as well. Verse 12. When Moses' hand grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and who held his hands up on one side and on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. Now we're looking at the Israelites having the first battle against Amalekites. Remember, the people were actually numerous. The Amalekites were numerous. There were many. So the Lord tells Moses to lift his hand up until the battle is over. And he tells him, as long as your hands are up, the Israelites will be winning. And that's what happens. Moses gets so tired. Imagine putting your hands up for almost a whole day. Just imagine. But Moses did it. How long can you persevere? How willing are you to persevere? For how long can you stand and wait? For how long can you go through that situation? And we see at some point Moses brings who? Her. He, I don't know how you pronounce it. He or her. Mm, he brings Aaron and her to help him lift his hands, to help him keep his hands straight. I want you to ask yourself as a Christian, do you have Aaron's and her in your life? Do you have people who, among your friends, among your circle of friends, who can redirect you back to the Lord when you're getting straight? Do you have those kinds of friends who tell you and remind you of your spiritual value, of your Christian value. Oh, every day you are just outside. Tulu Every day we are Tulu If you are outside, think about that. And at the end of the day, verse 13, so Joshua overcame the Amalekites army with a sword. We see the Israelites coming out victorious, victorious. They come out victorious. Why? Because they have a warrior in their team. They have a warrior in their crowd. And that warrior is the Lord. He knows no defeat. No, 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 no. He Knows no defeat, period. Keep pushing, something big awaits you at the end. As Christians, we do not know defeat, we are on the winning team, period. And that's what you should always remember. Verse 15, lastly, Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is my banner. He built an altar. Like I've always told you, an altar is like where sacrifices were made. Thanksgiving. 
we see after the wind the Israelites call back and thank the Lord because they know the source of their wind. They know where that battle, where they want the battle through. And they acknowledge that the Lord is my banner. I don't know if you know what a banner is, but it's like a big, I don't know, something that defines you, something that gives you meaning. Today the Lord is telling you, Moses is telling you, let Christ be your banner, let the Lord be your banner. Think about it. I want you to take some time, read Exodus chapter 17. What do you get? What do you understand? What lesson do you learn? Write to us. Daily Grace with Alan at yahoo.com Or you can send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter, Daily Grace with Alan. We love to hear from you. The Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Oh, much love, everyone. Thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for yet another story. I want to thank you for yet another day. I want to thank you for the message that we have shared for today. I want to thank you for the gift of the Israelites and the gift of Moses today. We learn to persevere and to stay strong amidst all the challenges that we have. We learn not to put you into test. And we learn that with you on our team, we shall always emerge um, as victors, regardless of what battle we are facing. Father Almighty, may you be our banner. May you be what defines us as Christians. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name. That of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.